0: And welcome back to the B2Beast podcast, where we're capturing and sharing killer ideas for big business. And, ladies and gentlemen, today we have got a beast in the <laughs> building. He is the founder and CEO of SPG Labs, helping brands and businesses blend content, community, and technology to increase their revenue growth. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome, Steven
1: G. What <laughs> Dude, you Dude, you got a great intro, man. You've been practicing.
0: <laughs> uh, I, got a, I got a few reps in. Um, love, love, love what you're up to, man. Um, where are you tuning in from? How is it over there?
1: Yeah, I, I live in Claremont, California, and uh, it's been a little chilly. But outside of LA, about thirty miles, um, about two hours with uh, with traffic, which it always does. But, um, but yeah, man, it's it's uh, I've 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 lived here my whole life, and um, it's it's nice.
0: What a life, rough rough life. LA, Cali, living seventy degrees every day. Dang,
1: must be brutal. <laughs> and you're in Colorado, right? Or Denver? Or yep, or, yep.
0: Colorado yep. dreaming, baby living the dream. Um, but no, it's been super great. Always enjoy. Yeah. Cali vibes. Um, but jumping into things, what are you, what are you most grateful for right now in your, your world, your life, your business? What's top of mind? Yeah. What are you most grateful for?
1: Yeah, that's an interesting question. Cause I think a lot of like, I think a lot of online business involves a lot of like, um, just becoming like your best self um, uh, cause it's like I think it's like an unknown kind of path for a lot of people because there's always these traditional paths that you can go down. so I, like i'm I'm just really grateful for waking up and just kind of owning my day and um kind of like carving my own path and continuing to work through the different things that I run up against because I run up against all the same things that everyone else does. I wake up afraid, I wake up anxious. I wake up not feeling my best. I wake up feeling like I ate too much the day before. So just like, you know, just like, just like continuing to work through all of that. And uh that's kind of, it's been fun and and my kids are growing up. And so I, I really do have, I mean, ultimately I have a ton to be thankful for. Like, mm. I think keep, like I've always had a hard time keeping a good perspective on things. Although some days I wake up and I feel like my life's literally about to end. And it's like,
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Well, yeah. Grateful to hear the. Cali gratitude, uh, continually compounding. Um, that's what it's all about, building and appreciating. I mean, everything we do have um, in addition to the building, growing, that's where we're we're heading with this conversation. How to build, build a beast here uh, is the direction we're heading. Um, so the first half, I'd love to tap into a spotlight story of of yours um do you have an exciting win or perhaps on the other end of the spectrum a loss or an epic failure um any of that under your belt?
1: I, I mean those are always tied together right so i mean <laughs> actually quite recently which was which has been really exciting to see and i think it comes from a lot of trial and error Especially on the on, online space when you're figuring things out, especially if you're kind of starting over. Because I started from scratch basically. Like I sold my previous company. Wow. I was like a um, software guy, and like what I'm doing now is is connected. But um, but ultimately, I, I started from scratch and I was just trying to figure out all this online stuff. And i and I just re- uh, released a, like a, an online program uh, related to like content systems and stuff. And that's been like hugely successful, just like in just over a week, generated over like 30 K in revenue. Um, and, and it's like, it's, it's really been cool and it's been exciting, but it's, it does come from like periods of struggle and like figuring things out and like, uh, taking leaps of faith. Cause just like even last year when I was doing some things, I was going through ups and downs in terms of like just various things that I was offering. And I was just like trying, always trying to like struggle. Like, what am I going to do? What, like what's trying to get that clarity that everyone's trying to get. Right. Yeah. Am I going to go this direction or that direction? And I kept just like, I think with like just faith, I guess, just keep leaning into the things that I was really good at, even though I didn't know necessarily, like, is it going to go somewhere? And uh, I just kept leaning into that and going deeper and deeper on it. And it led to this, like, like. So i have a pretty unique product that nobody else on the market has and um you know people are starting to know me for like a specific thing and that's when i think that this online stuff really starts to work is like when you have your own little spot but you can't do that if you're like copying people's taglines copying this copying that right like you have to go down that path so so it's kind of what it's like it's it's both of what you want right? it's like it's that story of struggle and figuring things out and having faith in yourself, and then also having a, a win from continuing down that path and having a pretty good result of that.
0: Yeah, no, a, a 30K digital product launch is not an easy feat. Um, even for some of the folks that have massive audiences, it's very difficult to get the conversion because of, of, of a digital product is so abstract. Um, right. The conversion on that is extremely meaningful. So I think that really does speak for itself um, around this digital product launch that now I'm I'm actually becoming very selfishly curious. Um and in that, because that is an extremely positive success signal. What did you do to build and prep the launch of that digital product? The whole shebang.
1: Yeah. So like obviously I I've I implemented it manually with a few clients, right? And learned a bunch of stuff. Yep. Learned like where it was too complex, what was the sweet spot. And then uh, I did also, I had a community, so I was like nurturing some people and like, uh and they were all in there because I was talking about automations and content and all that kind of stuff. And ultimately I just like, there was a couple of people that were just really enthusiastic about everything I was doing. And uh, they were even willing to pay like, you know, 400 bucks to get an hour long call or something. And uh and I was like, "Hey, what if I what if I put this into a package? Like, what if I you know, just built something and uh put put it together. This is probably what it would have. I'm open to your feedback." And uh, and then I got a, like 10 other people to to jump in. And we made it like a little we were all together. We're like huddled together working on this, getting feedback. I create all the videos, I give you all, all the things, I create a Slack channel we can all go in there. And uh, I just started manually reaching out to a few people. And then through that manual outreach, it it was such a good response that then I just sat down and I created like four different videos that kind of outlined what I was gonna build. And I spent a good amount of time on those videos, like making sure that I didn't go into the weeds, but I gave enough detail. And then I put that up as as a landing page just in Notion. Like I didn't go to ClickFunnels and do all this stuff. Like I didn't get bogged down in all that technology. And then I just started sending that link out to people. And what was really neat about it is like you you pretty much got all of the information. And then as soon as people started giving me like reviews and stuff, I started going back to the Notion page and I dropped those screenshots back into Mm. the, the page. And people could go through the whole buying process without even really chatting with me. So now I'm just getting orders coming in and i've never had like just like $1000 orders just like pop in like without even talking to someone yeah. which <laughs> which is really cool
0: that is a strong success signal because yeah that is not easy to do and i think it really um it really speaks to the power and the value of a system like this so that's something that we can start tapping into i think Uh, especially for the listeners on this, and they aren't super deep into the content creation world. Um, Perhaps they've recognized, they've seen all their Gary V videos and Grant Cardone and whatnot, but they haven't connected the dots to really, how can I do this for me, myself, and make it positive ROI for my business? And that's where all of the magic in this conversation is at. So that's where I want to head this second half is understanding your system and your secret sauce of whatever you're doing over there is clearly working. And we want to extract and share that with the listener today. So you've been building out this product, this program, this system, uh, the content engine. Um, And it is exactly that. It is an (laughs) engine, a complete operating engine to produce consistent content um, yeah so to the best of your ability within a podcast window <laughs> can you share the premise and basic uh, I guess checklist uh, uh, of this system how how did it come to life how does it work and what are I guess the core pieces that people need to start being aware of to start thinking of their content strategy as a content engine? instead of one-off individual pieces
1: of content yeah and so there's a lot there too so there's, there's like the technology piece which is like to help you make it efficient right um, and then there's everything around around it right you still got to make good content you still got to have people to run the system right like uh, sy- like a system's only as good as the people that can run it um, but it, interestingly enough like I originally started building this when me and you first started talking on LinkedIn I just like I'm an engineer so like when I started creating all this content it was just like a pain. And so I just like started to build out little automations to help make it easy. And then throughout that process I've always just been kind of leaking that out there and it always got a good response. Yeah. Um and so for me it was just always like like I saw Gary Vee and what he was doing. And I saw I saw it from two perspectives. I saw it, number 1 I was like I should definitely be making content because it works like I, I've always been the kind of person, if I see someone successful, like I can take the mental leap and I can say, you know what? I believe I can do this. I didn't know how or how it was going to work. And I went through a lot of different iterations, um, which I don't think everyone has to go through, especially if they're like, they're a seasoned professional. It's, like there's, I, I think, a pretty narrow and straight path. But if you're starting from scratch or don't have a product yet, it's going to be a little curvy, right? Um, so I, I knew I wanted to make content and then. I also saw at the scale that he did it. And I just, I just saw that as like a challenge. I was like, Oh, I want to be able to do that. And like, how do I use all the systems and stuff? So that's kind of like, you know, and that's, that's how I'm where I've kind of arrived is like make good video and then do it at, at like some level of scale. Mm. Um, and, uh, and so obviously there's, um, the system itself. It's the automated system. It's like, how do you plan and organize your events, your recording events? How do you organize all of the content once you actually start to produce it and manage the statuses and the organization of all that content, cloud structure, the folders, all that stuff. Yeah. And then team communication and feedback for videos. And um, and then ultimately like posting, getting all that stuff out and like building out the distribution workflows, right? Because if you're really pushing all this content out, not only is there the social platforms, but there's all the different communities that you belong to, like Reddit or you know whatever those are. Like you yeah. probably belong to Facebook groups. Like how do you take all that and get it in those as well and keep track of all that as like actual action items so that you're really maximizing all of that content that you create, right? Cause like a lot of people create a lot and then it doesn't go anywhere, people don't see it. So, um, That's kind of like the general premise of like my thinking around it all is like, how do I, number one, create good content, build a team that can work around the system and then build a system that can eliminate every point of friction and chaos in the process so that you can do more. Right. Because it it is it's a serious pain.
0: It is. I think uh, we see a lot of creators, um, or attempted creators, uh, fizzle out and burn. Like it sounds, it seems very easy on the front end until you realize doing it at scale and consistency for months or years is a lot harder than making like a fun little Facebook video (laughs) or something. Right, So it's, you, you mentioned a few key pieces that I think we would need to extract here, uh, the technology what tools and technology you're using can significantly help the psychology of our internal mindset, our approach towards content, getting there. I've understood over and over. Yeah. The psychology piece,
1: the psychology, you have to believe number one, or you just won't hang. And then you have to commit to it. Cause I I, like (laughs) I've, I've burned out a bunch of times too. I never quit though, but like I had the awareness of like what was going on and like Fell back to the belief, and then was like, "I'm going to just keep keep going. I'm going to keep going, and it has it has it's it has a huge return on the other side if you know you're just going to keep tweaking, wow, and figure it out.
0: Yeah. So so implementing the yeah, I guess really the mindset becomes first before all the technology, the systems, everything. Yeah, it so, does because if you don't really have that. Fuel, there's, there's some type of motivation or fuel that comes in to create a message or a content or a show or, like, whatever it is. If you don't have that figured out first, then the systems and the stuff we're getting into next is not going to help. So address the internal psychology, great point, um, then implementing the technology and the systems. Let's go a tiny bit deeper into that, um, but just in a simplistic way. What would you consider... A what tool or application do you consider like a must have or is like your most important piece of the puzzle? What tool or technology is that? And how how do you use
1: it? Yeah, the most important part is just the organization, Mm. like creating all the folders, you know, like so when I create like if I'm going to do a podcast or if I'm if I'm going to be a guest on a podcast like. I put something into the system saying that I was going to do this and it created all the folder structures for me. And when I drop in a video, it will automatically link it for me and just having that alone. And like, so your team isn't searching around for stuff yeah. and like creating folders, different naming conventions every time. Like, and that was the first thing I built. And that's still to this day, probably the, the most important thing. Mm. Cause like It's like rocks in your shoe, right? Like if you won't go hiking if you have rocks in your shoe. So I'm just, that was the biggest rock. It's just like, man, this is so annoying to (laughs) keep track of all this stuff.
0: So yeah, no, this is a game changer um, that we've implemented, especially when we had to expand from my own channel and world into multiple shows, multiple clients. If you don't have that infrastructure, file naming, architecture, all of that, those little details that sound very like, oh, it's for like engineering or product dev or whatever. That's not our world. Like we're marketing, Where? <laughs> no, those have so much ROI to be able to go back and find and just simply organize. It sounds
1: so simple. It's almost like <laughs> too easy. <laughs> and repurpose later, you know, like me and my team, we're going back now and diving into all those clips. All those episodes and just like kind of refactoring them and like we've already created so much and i'm saying the same things just in different ways it's like um and we can go back and find it all and it's all there and um that's an archive that you get to to keep you know wow no i love it i mean it's yeah so to keep it top
0: of mind file structure folder structure organization um have that embedded from the start a very very simple theory Um, Is just remembering how to order things alphabetically and number giving content series or shows a specific little name code or something at the front. ID, yeah, like a unique ID. All of these little things. I've seen you do it in your content engine. Um, Anybody that's listening and wants to pursue content, you guarantee you are going to have to go find and hunt down this piece of content again. So (laughs) make your life easier easy as possible from the start and have that structure, that organization, at least at an elementary level, doesn't have to be this crazy wild thousand dollar system out the gates, but that's why this works. And that's why people are buying. This is because it is so needed, um, in this, in this piece of the puzzle. So, um, great to hear that on the direct technology side, uh, and then would love to just tap into like more, the more human and habit side. Um, you're clearly doing something right over there. So let's explore your world uh, with this question. What do you consider a task or habit that you have to do every single day? Mm. Um, well, It can be for personal or life yeah. or business. It can be on any piece of the puzzle. One thing that's non-negotiable. Yeah.
1: Yeah, I can't say that it it should be non-negotiable or almost every day. <laughs> Ideally every day. <laughs> I do think I do think like getting some exercise is important. Oh yeah. Because it like helps you burn off a lot of like of the all that angst. Um I think that's like a key factor uh to just kind of like staying staying in the zone. Um and it's hard right it's not always easy but i think that's probably one of the the things it's like um i mean i i I could list a bunch of different things because i'm trying to tackle a bunch of different things in my personal life but like i think that's the one that like gives you a lot of roi and it's not i don't know that it's about the 4 a.m thing or anything like that what time you do it um but you know staying healthy is is an important part and plus like regardless of like how successful you are now or whatever, it's like, you want to live a long life. Like, so like, and like, let's say you're not successful for the next five years. Like make, make sure you live like a long time so you can find (laughs) the path. Right.
0: (laughs) Simple strategy, maximize (laughs) probability of success by just living longer.
1: (laughs) Yeah. I mean, I, I would love to just continue figuring things out for a long time. Like, I don't really have a, like a goal to retire. I would love to just keep, keep building, keep figuring things out, keep exploring, keep like solving little problems. And maybe the scale of those problems goes up and down, but I'd love to just do that until, you know, I die, you know? Mm, Love it. No,
0: this is amazing, man. I appreciate you sharing. All your secret sauce—the uh, the Keystone Habits, the technology, the tools, the mindset—it um, really, you really have to have these pieces operating in unison uh, for everything to
1: really click. So, appreciate you sharing your secret sauce here with us today. On that note, though, like I think it is important. Like I am a—I'm an engineer, a software developer, my entire life, and so. But at the same time, it's like it's all—it's all about being human and conquering some of these most basic. Fundamental things that you've probably struggled with your whole life and like dealing with those things, um, dealing with the fears and the anxieties and all those kind of things. And, uh, cause like th- those are like, those are the daily struggle. You know, I don't really have a struggle with technology. It's actually the easiest part of my yeah. day, right? You know, so like that's where I can thrive, but like I do struggle with those other things as you explore the, all these unknown places, you know? Wow.
0: No, it really is a a special thing that we are all in our own experience, our own journey. We got to figure out different pieces of the puzzle. So other folks might have the mindset figured out, but they need your help with the technology um, or vice versa. So see where you're at on this spectrum. And I think the recurring common thread here is just a a commitment and investment to growth and self-awareness and learning. Um, That's really where all the magic of this is at. So. Love, love, love hearing that.
1: Yeah. Yeah. It's like it. I've always had the ability to, to never give up. I can all, for whatever reason, I've always been able to start again, no matter mm. what. Um, you always can. Beautiful. Yeah. You can. It's beautiful. <laughs>
0: a little intimidating, but uh, also a little comforting at the same time to feel like you're not always, always locked in. Um, and we see it over and over, especially the folks that share their journey online. You can watch them build this stuff in public, like you've been, um, and many others. So I hope others are encouraged to do the same.
1: Yeah, I mean, I literally changed careers at you know, like thirty. I mean, by the time I totally figured it out, you know, it was I was nearing forty, you know, and wow. literally just like, I mean, it's it's interesting. I still found a way to pull from what I was doing, and it's now like. I felt like I was leaving something completely behind, but then I ended up finding a way to bring it back mm. in all this technology experience that I had, but I still switched careers. I was building technology and now I'm basically in content marketing. And wow. so I think, I think that's a testament to like, you can do it. Like anyone can really just like completely flip into something new. Really. If they just manage the, uh, the unknown and the fear of that. Cause I, I'll tell you, it's, you know, it's, I mean, and my wife even talks about it sometimes too. She's like, like she was like, she was supporting me at the time, but she was like, "You're gonna do what? You're like, you're, (laughs) you're not gonna like do that stuff anymore. You're gonna be a marketer." Like, okay, like, it it, you know, it sounds kind of crazy, but you can do it. Got to,
0: got to, got to invest in those those little signals. There's little. It's, yeah, it's not very sciencey, but there's little signals of intuition and just feeling like what the right path is. And I hope people lean into those moments so they can find their magic, find their sweet spot. So I'm super grateful for you sharing,
1: sharing all those pieces of it. And one final note on that too, like, I think what's, what's cool about this world is that you can learn a lot very quickly. So I've learned a lot in the last three years, but it can also be very distracting And you can lose that gut feeling as well, like getting bombarded with all this advice, like so much advice that you should be doing this and doing that, you know? And so like that being able to hold your, your gut and your instinct while you navigate all this, I think is an important skill because I've certainly lost it at times.
0: Big amen. Yep. Stay, Stay true. You can always recalibrate course, but there's some type of compass or north star in here that that knows what's up so uh, brilliant brilliant message to reinforce and hammer home here Uh, let's jump to our game show here we got the world's fastest game show here on this (laughs) podcast Uh, we're gonna play this or that and on the other end of this we'll get to hear what you're up to and how we can support your world Um, so jumping in to our very first round of this or that we're going to randomly generate these. I'm going to lear- be learning them with you. So, uh, the first round is going to be zombies or oh, vampires. You have to pick one. I don't know what the context is, but zombies or vampires, I'm going to go with vampires. Ooh, interesting move. Interesting move. All right. Next one. This is a good one. Red wine or white wine.
1: Well, I don't drink anymore, but I'll go with red.
0: Okay, red, red, on in, in a prior time in, in, the, in history, um, and then this, I have, I have m-
1: drinking plenty of it. So
0: uh, <laughs> you just got er, got it in early, front loaded it all. Yeah. Um, <laughs> okay, this is a nice, beautiful little one here to end things on round three, final round. Puppies or
1: kittens? Uh, puppies.
0: <laughs> puppies. All day. Congratulations, you've just won this or that and made it through to our prize round, which is sharing your business, your service, your uh, content engine, perhaps uh, that we could send people to. Uh, what are you up to right now? And how can people get involved if any piece of this conversation has started to spark their interest? How can they find you and how can they get started on this journey of working with you?
1: Yeah, so I help people uh, get clients with video and put their content on autopilot. And if you're interested in uh, just hanging out with a bunch of cool people doing the same thing, there is a community and you can just go to academy.sgplabs.com and it'll take you right there. It's probably the easiest way and you can chat with me. They can post questions. There's a bunch of free courses there, a bunch of other people uh, just getting on video and also doing cool automation stuff. Um, and what's kind of cool about it too is like it's brought an interesting group of people. There's like, there's people building their personal brands and then there's video agencies because they they want all the automation stuff to run their agencies. And then there's like big YouTubers in there and like, it's just kind of cool. Like when you kind of go down your niche, you will assemble this kind of like odd group of people from that just kind of mix and match with who you are in just the right way. And it's, so anyways, that's probably the best way to, to connect and, uh, and get a bunch of value.
0: Perfect. I will have that loaded up here for y'all. And also would give a high recommendation uh, to following Stephen G. Pope on LinkedIn has been one of the greatest connections I've had on my journey there. Um, So heavily encourage that as well. Um, Thank you. Thank you. Before we jump to our final, final question here, uh, I just have to take a quick moment of appreciation and recognition uh to really share i've been following your journey since 2020 and sharing it alongside you we've been on parallel paths yeah. here and i am just honored and stoked uh and really proud of everything you're building um it's cool it's much much needed in this world um and i see a lot of people doing business and just skeezy weird lazy ways um and then i see other people just doing it right and putting in the work and you are one of them
1: <laughs> so i appreciate that man that
0: I means a lot just had to drop a super thank you because that
1: same to you, man. has
0: not gone unnoticed so yeah same to you man i appreciate oh, that thank you man thank you god you're not supposed to be doing that this direction we're <laughs> supposed to be lighting this guy up
1: we're in a similar realm you know so like <laughs> I've been following your live show and getting in there and like, I love what you're doing as well.
0: It's been a journey. Thank you so much, man. Um, But let's take this last question. It's for one specific listener on the other side of here. They might be starting out or they might just be stuck taking it to the next level. And we went over a lot of the nerdy stuff, the systems, the strategy, the tech, But sometimes we just need a little kick in the ass or a spark in the heart to get things going. And that's what this question is for. So what final words of advice or motivation can you share to send this listener into beast mode?
1: Yeah, so it's funny because like I'm sometimes I'm helping people get on video and starting to create their first videos. And there's I run into all these different things. Like, why aren't they doing it? And I'm always trying to like go down these different paths. Is it a system? Is it a calendar? Or What is it? And like sometimes you can't really f- find it or I haven't always been able to find it. And so sometimes I'm just like, look, do you want to like look back and just like s- know that you could have done something that you do you want to look back and say you just you you probably could have done it, but you didn't. Because if you did everything you possibly could and you failed, you probably would give yourself a break. But if you knew you just sat around and you just didn't take action, you're probably going to regret it. So just like pure fear, like <laughs> just like, like, I mean, that's what motivates me a lot of times. Just like, if I don't figure this out, like I'm going to probably be in a job I don't want and I don't want that. And so it's like, sometimes it's just like, reg- don't, don't regret this moment. And, um, like if you don't figure it out, like what's the alternative? Probably a lot worse than taking some of the, the moves that you might be afraid of taking. Mm, love it. Love it. Love it. A little dark, but I mean, but true, right? Break through
0: <laughs> the fear. That is it, ladies and gentlemen. We'll all need to do that. So thank you all for listening to the Be To Beast podcast. This has been Stephen G. Hope. <laughs> You're a beast.